on this episode of Why Watch That. Peggy is a doctor and she ain't taking nobody's stuff. Okay, no one. If she falls, she will get up. Okay, and if you help her up, you better do it right. <laughs> okay. So unsavory that, you know, the whole thing when they take you over the balcony and they hang you by your feet. Oh boy, that. Yeah, that scene. And this wonderful French film that's hard to get, you have to get it on disc. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard anybody say disc. (laughs) Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and businesses well. You know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek? Yet another sneak peek from the critic. Yas. It's, you this know, is... we're being bombarded. <laughs> you are, we are, and I didn't um, join you in this one. So you're really going to have to forge it on. What on earth are you going to do? Because, you know, oh. you never do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is coming to us from Amazon Prime. Aha. Mm. That's everybody has that because you're shipping all kinds of stuff for the holidays. <laughs> in fact, 2020 is the year of utter confusion and also probably the best year for Amazon Prime that they or Amazon that they've ever seen. Well, Prime is bringing us herself. Yes, Prime is bringing us her whole self, but mm. the name of the movie is Herself. Mm. And this is coming to us January 8th next year. Why are we reviewing this now? Well, <laughs> it's because we're already here. And we might as well start this year off with a bang. Boom. Mm. This is, you may or may not know some, you may or may not, I didn't. So you may or may not know some of these people that we're going to talk about, but you know, it is written by Malcolm Campbell and Claire Dune, who also stars mm-hmm. in this, uh, in this movie. It's directed by um, Felita Lloyd, who, you know, is, is bringing us her work. And, it's a cast that, quite frankly, I just don't know m- much about. In case you don't have Acorn TV <laughs> or BBC or PBS kind of things, you may not know some of these people, but the critic will, will guide us through all of that. Yeah, there's some of them. There are two in particular who um, you'll know on site. <laughs> okay? You'll know on site. Um, now, you know, this is, like you're saying, come to us on Prime Video uh, January 8th of 2021. Woo, we made it. Yeah. We did. 
but they did release it in theaters December 30th. Um, so that's what's going on here. Now, what about the Prime video release? Is it worth a little peek if you, you know, get your free Prime shipping? Well, let's talk about the little story here. So this, I will tell you everybody, is a drama. It is a family drama. And you'll know why I'm saying that to prepare you for this plot. We have Sandra, played by Claire. So Claire co-wrote it and is acting and it's starring in it. Uh, she has two young daughters and she's married to a man who beats her. Oh, golly. Yes. Very early on, we see this happen. It happens in front of the little girls. Oh, boy. Yikes. Now, this necessitates, of course, for Sandra to get out of this situation. Please. Um, now, we are in England. How does this work out? What's the system going to do? Right? So she extricates herself and her daughters out of the clutches of her husband. But he has rights as a father. Oh, is this modern time? Sorry. It is. Okay. So he has rights as a father. So he gets to see his daughters on the weekend, all of that. Also, the question is for Sandra, where are they going to live now? Now, her husband has gone to live with his parents. Mm. What kind of parents does he have? Well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So would it even be safe for the daughters to be visiting their father with the grandparents? I won't tell you, but you'll see. And how does this affect Sandra? Will the daughters even want to go? And let's say it this way. If you're a kid and you tell your mom, no, I don't want to go see dad. But the state says, mandates that you do. How is that negotiated? Mm. Now, with that as the foundation, Sandra is employed by a wealthy woman. Um, she cleans her house. Uh, this, this woman's recovering from an injury. You'll see what that is. And she's played by Harriet Walter. Her name is Peggy. Peggy is a doctor and she ain't taking nobody's stuff. Okay. No one. If she falls, she will get up. Okay. And if you help her up, you better do it right. <laughs> okay. Now she has a daughter as well, a grown daughter who you will see at the end of the film. So what's the relationship between Peggy and Sandra like? Well, before I come back to that, Sandra needs a place again to stay with her daughters. Now the state does give her monies to do that, to provide shelter. So the question is for her though, what kind of shelter can she get? Is it satisfactory? Now, because of what she's seeing as available places for her to stay with her daughters, she's on this waiting list to get a house. It will take up to a year, maybe more, all of that. She gets into her brain. She sees online and you'll see how this comes about. Hey, I could build my own house. How do you do that cheaply? Well, you know, expert Google directs her. And she comes up across this expert who says, hey, you can build a house for like 35,000 pounds. She goes, well, wait a minute. If I put all of this together, the money they're giving me, the state, I could just take this money and build the house and then actually pay rent and they would make a profit. Is this possible? Mm. Now, she does start to build the house, but how and with whose help? What is Peggy's role? The Her employer, who has a lot of money, what's her role to play? Also, when she's researching this, she goes like to uh, like a Lowe's or something like that. Yeah. A Home Depot. She goes there. She tries to get help. You'll see what happens there. But she meets an architect in her pursuit of trying to figure out how to do this at this home goods store. And this architect is grumpy. 
Does oh, okay. he help her? And he will speak his mind. And he's played by Conleth Hill, who everybody who's ever watched Game of Thrones knows as Varys. Okay. okay. So what's that like? This architect she finds, does he want to help or not? Right? That's the whole question. And in the end, does this house get built? Does it stand the test of time? Will she be able to start this new journey with her daughters? And will she be able to remain protected from her abusive husband? Now, with all of that said as the plot, let me be clear. This is not something that you'll be watching like in terror the whole time. Okay, great. Because who wants to watch that? Yes, it is. We just not had a that. crazy year. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it is not that. You do get the moments when you have to brace yourself. But much of this film is much more gentle than that. There is some positivity to it, but it is a drama. So you have to keep that in mind. There will be slings and arrows. When I was watching this, Raph, I kept thinking of I, Daniel Blake. I was going to say that. I was exactly going to say this reminds me of I, Daniel Blake. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. yep. Where you get, you know, just real people living and dealing with state services. Now, it's not as good as I, Daniel Blake. No. And I'll say why. It's because when you go from moment to moment, it doesn't quite build the way it should. Also, there is some moments where they milk it a bit. No, I was like, milking. We didn't do that. I don't <laughs> like milk. <laughs> but I didn't mind watching this at all. I think the performances were really good. I think that if you're watching this at home on Prime Video and you're up for this, that this will be fine. And I'll tell it to you this way. This would be if... Lifetime, the TV network, said to themselves, okay, we're going to take our money and we're actually going to do this right. We're going to get responsible writers and actors and directors. We're going to get them all together. We're going to get the best we can get and we're going to have them do something that would work on our platform. Okay. That would be this movie. It is a really good Lifetime movie. It's what I wish Lifetime would do. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. So if that interests you, everybody, you can watch this. Uh, you will connect with these characters. You will care. It's just not going to be something that grabs you quite like an I, Daniel Blake did for us. Well, there you have it. You can watch herself on Amazon Prime completely free if you have Prime shipping. And it's going to be available to all of us January 8th. We're in a new year. Why not? Take advantage of your Prime account. Another Why Watch That Sneak Peek. We have a sneak peek from Netflix, which is interesting because Netflix has been giving us all sorts of sneakins. <laughs> but they don't always give you the whole. You know, they those will be like, here are a couple episodes, wet your whistle a little bit. And the newest whistle wedding show is called Lupin. Oh, and it is. It... <laughs> well, you made it sound really good. Wait a minute. <laughs> it is um, a French. It comes to us from France, so you can say it yeah. like that. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Go ahead. Lupin. Oh, Lupin. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah, it's mm. very much like right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is coming to us from France, and you got a chance to see the first three episodes of this five-episode adventure. And this is going to premiere on the 8th of January. And you'll be able to see part one at that time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I don't even know how, it, I don't know how many more episodes there are. I don't know. We know nothing 
We are Jon <laughs> Snow. We know nothing when it comes to Lupin. Lupin. Um, <laughs> this is these are characters created by Maurice Leblanc. Maurice Leblanc. Oh. Leblanc. And I don't know who the showrunner is. I don't know who the showrunner <laughs> is. I do know that George K wrote a lot of episodes and Francois Ouzan wrote some episodes and on and on, etc. The only person that I've heard of before is this gentleman named Omar Sy. And he is, or C, however you want to, if mm-hmm. French or if you want to do the American version. He is it, was in a movie that we recast and originated or um redid in the united states and we'll let you explain that but this is something that i remember hearing you talk about so let's see if this really warrants us to watch part one i mean why wouldn't you release the whole thing is it some french you know legalities happening over there i mean what is this why am i going to be reading subtitles or for me, maybe not all the time. Oh, uh, show off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what? What's really going on with this TV show? Yeah, exactly. Um, and and that movie that Omar C was in that made him really a huge name in France, won awards for it, broke barriers. Uh, is called in French "Entouchable." Now. That was made into The Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston over here. So, okay, yeah, all right. He's the original Kevin Hart in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that relate here? Also, what'll help uh, to think about these first three episodes, they were directed by Louis Le Terrier. Yes. Now, you know Louis. I'm gonna tell you that, you know his work. Um, and it might be exciting if you enjoy his work. You know, the Transporter series. Oh all of that kind of stuff he's involved in. So that's the kind of sensibility we get in Lupin. So what happens is this, Omar C plays a guy who, let's put it this way, he's connected to this wealthy family. Now in the very beginning, we see that he has a child, a son, and he loves the son, he's not always there. He loves his son, he wants to take care of the son. And the mother of his son, they're not together, but they appreciate each other. There's no hate there. So he needs to provide support for his son. How is he going to do that, right? Well, along with this, he also owes money to some unsavory characters. So unsavory that, you know, the whole thing when they take you over the balcony and they hang you by your feet. Oh, boy, that scene. Now, in this scene, he gets out of it by saying, hey, I'm working at the Louvre. Okay, and there is this necklace that's worth millions of dollars or francs, whatever they want to call it. (laughs) So millions and millions and millions. And I have a way to get it. Now they look at him and go, what? I mean, you're like the janitor. What are you talking about? He goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I know when the security is on. I know all the holes. Come with me. We'll make this money. You'll get not only what I owe you, but all kinds of money on top of that. Now, these are people he owes money to, unsavory characters. Do you think they can pull this off? Like, are they really able to do it? But what's going on with Omar's character? That's really the question as you're watching this. So with that, Omar, his character's name is Asan, Asan Jop. Um, So of course, he's of African descent. And his father is no longer with us. And his father's end was tragic. I'll put it to you that way. But how does that affect everything that's going on here? And what can you trust 
as you're watching the show. Can you trust Hassan? Can you trust everybody else? There's the police that gets involved, of course, because there's going to be a heist going down. What about them? Can you trust them? Who in the world is trustworthy and how is this connected to that wealthy family I mentioned right before? Is he still connected to them? Because when he was a kid, he and the daughter of this family, they had some sort of relationship. I'll put it to you that way. Uh-oh. This is also, we see how he met the mother of his son when he was young. What was their relationship like? Now, the reason I'm dancing around all of this is I can't spoil it for you, everybody. Don't now, spoil. Yeah. Now, here's what'll help you to know why I'm not doing it. Think if you had the bank job, that movie with Jason Statham as a TV show. You don't want people telling you the plot, okay? Because there are all kinds of twists and turns going on. Because like I said, who exactly is a son? Who is he? Mm -hmm. And this is based on, well, the whole Lupin story is the gentleman thief. That's what it is. So it's coming to us from that vein. It is an adaptation of that. And, you know, it's Arsene Lupin. This is Arsene Jop. They're little plays that they do on this. So, you know, if you know the fictional Lupin, the one this is based on, he's a master of disguise, he's the gentleman thief, you know, is this kind of Mission Impossible-ish? Those are the places you want to go. So I would say, if you like the bank job, Mission Impossible, maybe even the early seasons of Prison Break, that kind of stuff, the Count of Monte Cristo, and this wonderful French film that's hard to get, you have to get it on disc, I haven't heard anybody say disc. <laughs> disc. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a part of the Criterion collection, but it's not a part of their streaming service. Why Criterion? Anyway, it's Rififi, which has a brilliant scene when they break in that is basically no dialogue for like 20 minutes. It is amazing. Anyway, if you on like disc. those. On disc. <laughs> If you like those kinds of things, this is for you. I I can't wait to finish part one, the next two episodes, because it's fun. It's fun. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, you kind of know, but you just don't expect what's going to happen specifically. Omar is very likable, wonderful to watch. You believe that he's able to do what he's able to do in this kind of thing, which is ridiculous. It's just fun. So if you want to have some fun with this kind of heisty, disguisey backstory kind of thing, then Lupin is probably the one. I can't say the whole part one is good because I haven't seen all the episodes. They'll release them later. Fine. Yeah. But I want to do it now and tell you, first three episodes, the Terrier directing, Omar in control. You will enjoy it if you like what I mentioned. Oh, interesting. So we'll find out at the end that Omar is really a 88-year-old Japanese <laughs> woman. <laughs> he takes <laughs> off the mask. I'm 88 and I'm from Japan. <laughs> Anyway, it's all available on the 8th of January, um, at least part one, mm -hmm. at least part one is available and you can binge, binge, binge your little heart out. And uh, if you really, really want to get a reference, then you can locate the nearest disc of Rafifi and you'll get a point of reference, but you will have to have something to play the disc on. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.